Welcome in. It's time to wake up with TSS Halloween edition. That's what I that's what I needed that yeah, the confirmation. Welcome in guys. Hope you're up and ready. It's week 8. We got a lot of football to cover and uh big games and some Halloween fun. I got my fancy friends along with me to help you get your lineup set. And I got Brian in. I got Brian. I got to get you out because we got to play your intro music. Bring in. All right. So let's get things started with the introductions. Welcome into the studio, Justin Jesus, or maybe we'll just call him for today, Satan Herrera. Welcome in, my friend. You can call me Lucifer. You can call me whatever you want to call me. It's all right. As long as you don't call me late for dinner and you don't call me an asshole for uh, putting your fantasy teams in peril sometimes. Uh, but anyways, guys, I am happy to be here. This is phenomenal. I'm the only one without a uh, costume on right now because Jason just decided he's going to put his Teletubby costume on <laughs> at this very moment. Look at him. Oh, yeah, buddy. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, this is fucking awesome. Uh, I'm excited. I love that Fred's uh, – he's – Got his Christmas costume and his Halloween costume. It's the same one. I love it. <laughs> all in one. Wrapping it up all in one. All right, let's go to the juice. Greg, OJ, the juice is loose. Mayor, welcome into the studio, sir. You know what? I think Fred wears this on the regular. Like, I think he just walks around the neighborhood with this shit on. Yeah. <laughs> he is the jester, as they say, right? <laughs> Fred, the jester, Reyes, welcome in, my friend. Appreciate you dressing up with us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The Jester's here. What's up, fellas? Big week for football. I can't wait to talk about it. Getting ready for the spirit. Get to go trick-or-treating this week. Looking silly. And then uh, here come the holidays and the sack. And the Jester sack. Don't forget about that. Oh, well, don't man. forget, if you're watching on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, hit a like, hit a follow, and put a uh, comment in there, especially a lineup question. We're going to get to those later on in the show. Go to TSSFantasy.com. Look at our latest and greatest rankings on there as well. Underdog Fantasy has some great promotions this weekend. Use the promo code TSS. We'll double that deposit up to $100. Same with Jazz Sportsbook as well. Lots of great promos for this weekend. Make sure to use our promo code TSS. And if you're looking for some championship bling for your fantasy champion, look no further than Pro-Am Belts. All right, well, paid medical professional, Halloween or not, we got to get him in. Let's bring in Brian Scott from the injured list. Morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. It's nice to see uh, that uh, you guys can express your true colors and show <laughs> us the outfits that you probably normally wear around the house on this Halloween Eve here. So it's Absolutely. It's because we care, Brian. <laughs> Brian, by the way, I wish I had time. I was going to get like this mad scientist intro done for you. I just could not find the time to get it done. But uh, uh, no welcome worries. in, that, my friend. That opening intro was was awesome. So I really appreciate that. Uh, so we got a, a decent list. It's uh, seemed to have shrunk slightly uh, some from weeks prior, but still, you know, some noticeable names on here. And uh, we'll just start out with the quarterback positions, which Justin Fields, no surprise. Uh, he'll miss his second week with that thumb injury. My original guess was uh, four weeks at least. The team was saying two to three. Good news is there. He's, he's apparently avoided surgery. So uh, something he should be able to bounce back from. We'll have to see. Um, Brock Purdy has cleared concussion protocol and took first team reps all day at practice on Friday. So it sounds like he is going to be a full go and playing for the team, which is a little bit surprising just seeing as how they have a week nine bye. You thought maybe they would have given him some rest, but they were trying to avoid a, what, three-game losing streak, is it, Justin, I think? So, um, you know, they need their best chance to win, and he's the one that gives them that. So he'll be back out there. Uh, Jimmy G, surprisingly, is going to be back out there with a back injury. I'm very surprised by this. I thought for sure he would miss a few weeks the way he got stretchered off and to the hospital from the sideline uh, or locker room or whatever. But um, no, he's going to start, and they made it official. Head coach Josh McDaniel said he will be the starter for their Monday night game despite this injury. I always tell people to be cautious with Jimmy G because when he does get injured, it usually comes 
in multiples. And so this will probably not be the last of him having to deal with something this season. Uh, Daniel Jones for the Giants has been ruled out with this neck issue that he's still dealing with. Apparently, he is having some left-sided upper extremity weakness as a result of this injury, and that's been the thing that's been keeping him out of the lineup, not the fact that he can't throw or anything like that. So something that they're monitoring. So Tyrod Taylor will get the start again today. Um, Ryan Tannehill is officially out with his high ankle sprain. He was unable to get back to practice this week. So apparently we will see some quarterback by committee with Will Levis and Malik Willis sharing some reps. Um, High ankle sprains, as we know, take a long time to get better. Um, I said originally I thought it was going to be anywhere between at least two to three weeks. We'll see what happens with him next week uh, with practice. And it'll kind of be a week-to-week thing, I think. Um, The running back position, as uh, uh, OJ was saying, he asked about Jerome Ford, so I will start with him for you. Um, Missed practice earlier in the week and then was able to practice in full on Friday, but it does sound like he's going to be a true game-time decision. So uh, pay attention as we get closer to the game. I think it's before they have to come out with the official status, so uh, something you're going to want to pay close attention to if you have them in your lineups. Uh, Kenneth Walker was dealing with a calf injury, but good news is there. He was removed from the injury report after he got a full practice in on Friday. So it sounds like he should be good to go and receive a regular workload. Um, David Montgomery is going to miss another week out with these uh, rib injuries. They have a week nine bye, which uh, should give him ample time to rest and be available for a week 10 return. And then Raheem Mostert uh, practice in uh, full Thursday and Friday. Um, after a rest day on Wednesday. So he's officially listed as questionable, but he's been quoted as saying that he is going to be playing and he should not have any setback. Um, Wide receiver position, everybody can take a sigh of relief. Tyreek Hill will not miss any time. He's been dealing with a hip issue, but it was minor, and he's been quoted all week as saying he is fine and he is not listed on the injury report. Um, This is an interesting one. I am not really sure what to make of this. So Deontay Johnson played last week. First week back from a hamstring issue, then uh, missed practice on Thursday after having practiced on Wednesday, and then was a full go on Friday. So they're saying that this was just a scheduled rest day, um, which I'm not really sure why he needed it after having a full practice on Wednesday. So it's just odd kind of timing there. Um, I still think you should be a little cautious with him because, you know, re-injury rates are high with hamstring issues. And um, maybe there's something more to that story they're not telling us. Um, but he's not uh, listed on the injury report and should be available in full go. So pay attention there. <clears throat> um, conversely, uh, well, not conversely, but Tyler Lockett was dealing with a hamstring issue. Um, he missed practice Wednesday and Thursday, then returned to a full practice on Friday. And they're saying that he's good to go, even though he's got a questionable tag. Um, in the league for a while, be a little bit cautious with him as well given those uh, injury rates. Um, The Chargers are dealing with two issues. They got Josh Palmer, who's dealing with some type of knee injury, missed practice Wednesday and Thursday, limited practice on Friday. So that doesn't smell good um, news for uh, a return this weekend. But they're saying he's going to be a game-time decision. And meanwhile, they're dealing with uh, Gerald Everett, who's dealing with a hip issue. So their tight end position, their, their receiver position, both are dealing with issues. And both are saying that they're both game-time decisions. So that's potentially both out or both in. So pay attention as game-time nears. Uh, Debo Samuel out, no surprise there. He's got this shoulder hairline fracture, but they got a week nine bye. Smart thing there is just to rest him and hopefully be ready for a week 10 return, which is very realistic. Uh, Zay Jones officially listed as out uh, after missing practice again this week. It looks like he's... Um, Got something serious going on. He's been ruled out since week five. They have a week nine bye, so they're going to reassess him and see what, what's going on there. But he, again, is officially out. And then tight end position, you got Luke Musgrave with the ankle issue. He was seen in a walking boot on Tuesday, and I swore I saw reports that said he was out, but then he practiced on Friday, and now they're listing him as questionable. So he could actually suit up and play, which would be a remarkable recovery after being on the walking boot on Tuesday. So... Um, that, that's the, the guys I got on the list. So unless you guys have any other questions or anybody out there listening has another question. No, uh, I think that might be it. Patriot Sports Radio, by the way, has been commenting and want to give a big shout out. Happy Halloween to you as well, my friend. Stick and stay here. After after us, we got Wake and Rake from Patriot Sports Radio. 
right here on the Fantasy Sports Corporation channel. Um, Bri, we appreciate you. Guys, unless you got anything else uh, you want to bring up from Bri, where can we follow, subscribe, get your great stuff? Until we see you next Friday. Yeah, so uh, as I have down below on Twitter at the Injured List Pod or at Injured List Pod, and then the website www.theinjuredlist.com, where Andrew Laduke and I do our weekly Inside the Medical Tent blog, which gives you some more inside information and strategies on how to deal with your injured fantasy rosters. So check that out. Small fee, but cancel any time. It's worth the the, the pay. Um, you'll get some additional information you don't get here get some inside scoop make sure you check that out all right guys well appreciate you bry we're moving on from injuries time to get into some weather happy halloween bry thank you it's time for the weather report All right, let's get to that weather report. I'm sorry, my internet's a little slow this morning, so uh, sometimes it looks like the thing's still playing. All right, let's go to the Dome games. Uh, Rams at Cowboys, Saints at Colts, Ravens at Cardinals, Bears at Chargers, and Raiders at Lions. Those are all games you don't need to worry about your kickers or offensive uh, quarterbacks, I guess, if you will, for the air game because there will be no weather impacting those games. Uh, for other games, Vikings at the Packers, uh, chance of rain in this one, 39 degrees, winds 8 miles an hour, nothing too crazy there. Falcons at the Titans, rain is likely, it says here, 73 degrees, winds 7 miles an hour. Patriots at America's team, the Miami Dolphins, chance of rain, 84 degrees, winds 15 miles an hour calling for today, so we'll watch out for that there. Definite rain, it says, for the Jets at the Giants, 53 degrees, winds 7 miles an hour. It also says the same for the Jags at the Steelers, definite rain, 56 degrees, and winds at 3 miles an hour. Um, Eagles at the Commanders, slight chance of rain, 70 degrees, winds 7 miles an hour. Texans at the Panthers, clear skies, thankfully, 78 degrees, winds 10 miles an hour there. Browns at Seahawks, also clear skies, 51 degrees, um, winds at six miles an hour. And here's my favorite one. Chiefs at the Broncos, chance of snow. All right. That's what we're talking about. 28 degrees, winds are six miles an hour there. And then also the Bengals at the 49ers, clear skies, 66 degrees, and winds are at 10 miles an hour. All right. Well, there's your weather report. Fingers crossed for some snow in that Chiefs-Broncos game. That would That'd be really be awesome. Cool. Yeah, we love seeing that. Let's let you know it's football time. All right, well, let's get fired up on a Sunday. Maddie Daddy has brought some locks of the week. Halloween edition. Let's check it out. Oh, yeah! Oh, oh, Maddie here with three locks for week eight. Let's keep the good times going. Let's start off with your quarterback. Quarterback Dak Prescott. I more of those yum yums. We're talking a big matchup here versus the Rams. Right now, the Rams are 20th versus quarterback play, and we've seen scrambling running backs do well against Los Angeles. We're talking over 40 yards rushing for Dobbs, AR, and Hurts. I expect Dak to do a little bit of the same. I'm expecting top 12 production from Dak Prescott and them boys. Stark Dak with confidence. Week 8 versus the Rams. At running back, Dante Foreman versus Los Angeles Chargers. We're talking about last week, week seven, Foreman went crazy versus the Raiders. We saw 16 for 89, two touchdowns, three catches, four touchdowns. Back to those glory days, glory days of last year with the Carolina Panthers. Chargers allow running backs to score in double digits. Every running back, six running backs so far this season have put up 13 points per game. I expect Foreman to get 15 to 20 easy. He is a top 12 running back for me in week eight. I'm starting Foreman over Miles Sanders versus Houston. Najee versus Jacksonville. Javante Williams versus Kansas City. Fire up Devontae Foreman as a must start for week eight. Wide receiver start of the week. We're talking George Pickens for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Second year player. From the Jowich, I pulled out the bulldog by. Oh, 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 oh. Gets Jacksonville this week. 25th worst team against receivers. Nine receivers have scored 12 plus points 
versus Jacksonville. Even with Deontay Johnson back, I expect Pickens to continue to eat. He's had 15 points in three of the last five games. Last week, we saw five for 107 versus the Rams on eight targets. Guys, Pickens is a lock, locked in wide receiver two. You're looking at a lot of wide receiver two threes that score those 10 points. I expect Pickens to get 15. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. And this is a friendship that'll never, ever end. It's Halloween edition for our boy, Maddie Daddy, bringing the locks of the week. Gotta love it. Thank you, Maddie. Happy Halloween to you and yours. Now it's time for us to set our ultimate DFS lineups. My final meeting with the gods from the heavens above as they spoke to me and hit me with the power of the ultimate warrior. Ah, you can feel it, too. All right, let's take a look at last week's ultimate DFS lineups. Let's start with our winner from last week. Here he is himself. The, the, <laughs> you know, not the judge. Not the judge. I was going to talk about how skinny your face looks here. It's crazy. Um, had some good, uh, obviously, George Pickens. Um, Kenneth Walker showed up. Jordan Love as well. Browns D showed up big. And obviously, Jacoby Myers um, in free as well. Here's Jordan's uh, the ultimate DFS. Tyreek Hill coming up big for him along with Gus Edwards as well. So he had some big hits there. Um, Keontae Ingram and Metcalf, unfortunately, are big misses. Uh, but even – I don't even have zeros, and I still couldn't even amount to what you guys put up. Um, so Geno Smith had a decent day. But other than that, I mean, it just looked pretty crappy on my end. All right, let's get on. I got Taysom Hill. is probably, like, my best guy. Like, it's like the worst thing. All right, so we'll go first with our ultimate DFS lineups. Or sorry, I'll go first. I'm sorry with the ultimate DFS lineups. Jalen Hurts, I have. I spent a little up on the QB this week. I believe a lot in this. I mean, we, we talked about it on Friday as my monster start of the week with Jalen. Commanders are 30th against fantasy quarterbacks. I expect the Eagles to go hog wild against the Commanders today. Then I went with Alexander Madison. The Green Bay Packers are 30th against fantasy running backs. I mean, if he's going to have a day, he's had a day before, and I forgot who it was, but whoever it was was bad against running backs. I do remember the matchup, and he actually had a decent day. So expect Alexander Madison to have an okay day today. Damian Pierce against his Carolina defense, who's 31st against fantasy running backs. Now, before the bye, Devin Singletary was dominating um, those, I guess, not Dom, I shouldn't say dominating, but he was leading as far as touches are concerned. Does that continue? We're about to find out. If that's the case, obviously, Devin Singletary be a way better buy here. DJ Moore versus the Chargers, who are 32nd against fantasy, Q, or excuse me, fantasy wide receivers. So this is a great matchup for him um, and something I expect not only are they going to have to throw, um, you know, just to keep up with the Chargers. I mean, period so all right let's go to christian kirk um steelers are 30th against fantasy receivers so i like that matchup as well josh palmer um again going back to that matchup just kind of see some points coming up now uh brian talked about him not playing so if that's the case unfortunately this is a horrible buy here but then insert quentin johnson into that for me there and he's probably a little bit less money so not a bad play um i would say especially with everett out as well um george kittle that's going to be my tight end today. I love it. Uh, Cincinnati are 28th against fantasy tight ends without Debo Samuel in. Seems like a good matchup. Uh, Mario DiMarcato seemed to be dominating the snaps um, in this uh, Cardinals offense. So to be honest with you, I didn't have a lot of money. Um, kind of felt like this was the best matchup. Josh Downs was there as well, but there is a tough matchup for them. Uh, today against Cleveland, so I wasn't really sure I wanted to go with the Colts, but um, I went with DeMarcado, uh, Baltimore 16th against fantasy running backs. Then I went with Texans D. I mean, it's kind of low-hanging fruit. Panthers uh, struggle offensively, so that's just kind of why I went with the Texans D, and, you know, they're pretty cheap anyway. All right, Justin, what say you? What's your ultimate DFS lineup today? Uh, Yeah, so I'm going to start with C.J. Stroud. Uh, last week was the first time he had thrown an interception. And, or not last week, but the week before because he had a bye last week. 
Um, and this week he gets the winless Panthers. The Panthers have really looked horrible all around. Um, I love the matchup uh, game wise for the Texans, and I love the matchup for CJ Stroud. He's not gonna he's not gonna throw the ball away, and that's the most important key for a quarterback. Uh, then I'm gonna go with Darrell Henderson at uh, 4,800. That's just a cheap um, running back, so I can load up on Kamara, who is going to be the PPR machine. Um, guy leads the league for running backs with targets, and he's only been in the the game for about like three, four weeks right now. So that's freaking insane. He's had two games where he's had 14 targets. Uh, I expect this one to be another dirty game like that. I expect him to be getting all the targets again. Kyle Pitts is my tight end. I don't love it, but I like the price. Uh, Kyle Pitts at 3,800. It's a good price. And uh, the Texas or the Titans have been pretty poor against uh, pass catchers this year. Then we got A.J. Brown on the other side. Man, A.J. Brown is just so money right now. It's not even funny. It just feels criminal that he's not like $9,000, like a quarterback level, because he's just a guarantee every time he steps on the field. Um, You know, the only person that has even close to the amount of yards that he has in the past four games is Tyreek Hill. And Tyreek Hill is kind of still like 100 or so off because he had the big 200-yard game in his first one. So, A.J. Brown has just been absolutely murdering it. 700 yards in, uh, two ga- or in five games. Got to love it. Um, now we got Zay Flowers. I like this one because Zay Flowers, this Arizona team, hopefully they put up a fight and they make Zay Flowers have to get, you know, five catches for 50 yards and a touchdown. I kind of worry that it's going to be like maybe one or two big splash plays, but we'll see. Is a cheap price. Adam Thielen at 66, love it. Um, this game, I think the Panthers are going to be uh, falling behind in this game and have to dig themselves out. How are they going to do that? Adam Thielen, then Racy Rice, 5,000. That's just – for me, that's a that's a great play. Um, the, the Broncos, they tend to not do well against the Chiefs, um, and I'm hoping that they have a better game this week so then we have – to see more of Patrick Mahomes throwing to other people. One of the guys I want him to see it throw more to is Racy Rice. And then the Vikings, I'm going to finish it out. I just didn't have enough money anymore, and I picked the Vikings defense. <laughs> hey, here, here's the thing. Jordan loves throwing, like, what, six picks in the last three games? There's a chance. And they just beat the 49ers doing that, just taking the ball away, getting sacks. They have the 50, they have 57% blitz rate. They're coming for quarterbacks, so I like it. I think that that's the best matchup for what I had money left. Jordan, it's not – or Jordan, excuse me, Justin, it's not even uh, uh, just a whatever buy. I mean, I've been preaching it for the last, like, two or three weeks. The Vikings in the last four or five weeks have been a top five fantasy defense. You mentioned it. Brian Flores is blitzing um, on a high rate, which is causing turnovers, which is causing this Vikings defense to score – in fantasy. So I've been loving the Vikings defense and every week I'm afraid to play them, but every week they're top five. So uh, definitely make sure you check them out as a streaming option as well. Um, There's Jordan's lineup. He's all in on Justin Herbert this week, loving the matchup against the bears, Daryl Henderson jr. With the Rams. And he's got, I can't believe he put Ramondre up there against America's team. That is sacrilegious. This must be, it must be Halloween. (laughs) He's got Keenan Allen uh, as well, all in, like I said, on that Chargers. Uh, and he got A.J. Brown, too. He spent up on the receivers. Like you said, A.J. Brown's been money every single week. Josh Reynolds, uh, as well as a nice play, Josh Downs and Browns. D, they've been money every week. David, by the way, thank you for chiming in. Happy holidays to you and yours. We appreciate you uh, coming in. Patriot Sports Radio says Kittle is going to have a great day. He likes that pick. And uh, David's wife, he's pregnant with twins, and she gets what she wants. That's right. I heard that. Happy wife, happy life. Congratulations, David, um, to you and um, your upcoming twins coming into the world. Good luck with that one. All right. Let's, get, let's move on from our ultimate DFS lineups, if I can get my thing in here going. All right. And unfortunately, I don't see Mikey Betts again this week. I feel like this is twice now this guy has ghosted us. So if we need a new betting expert, possibly on Sundays, might be sitting that application out. But no worries. It's cool. 
Eric, of course, from Wake and Rake will be on right after. He was kind enough to give us some homegrown props, prop bets, and, of course, Halloween style. Let's check it out. Welcome back to Homegrown Props. Last week, some scary shit. We went 0-4 after going 4-0. Some kind of upside-down shit. I don't even know what to make of it. Here we are seven days later. On Jamalween, we can't pass up. I'm plus 350 for a Jamal Williams touchdown. This man is back from injury. The Colts allow average of... Three red zone opportunities. Three! But at home, in their house of horrors, they allow 4.3 red zone opportunities. And we all know Jamal Williams does his killing in the red zone. Plus 350. That's in our pocket. Now, scary Terry. Terry McLaurin. 68 yards. We're getting plus 108 for that. Are you insane? Are you a madman? He's had at least six targets in his last three, four, four of his last five games versus the Eagles. He's got these fucking people's number. Scary Terry, 60 yards. Lock it up. That's plus 108 in our pocket. Then, Trey McBride of Frankenstein. He's every 23 football seasons. He rises up and he eats. That is tonight. 40 yards. We're going to get plus 135 for that. We're going to absolutely murder these folks. And then Rasheed Rice. <laughs> We're going to take multiple bats. She Rice, 50 yards? What's that? Plus 140. Okay. That's a good start. How about 80 yards plus 450? And we have to have a bonus pick. Michael Meyer, touchdown, plus 350. Best of luck. I'll see you next week. If you survive. <laughs> all right, some homegrown props. I'm a little nervous after all that. No, good stuff, Eric. We appreciate you. Make sure you stick and stay. Check out Eric and Chris. The Wake and Wake crew right after T Wake Up with TSS. Let's get down, boys. It's time to make some picks. We're on a mission. We're on a mission. Fred, what happened to the costume? Yeah, he uh he got rid of that thing. It's hot, huh? No, it's my head started itching. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sitting out here on the back porch like, God damn, this sun better stay down. It's hot as hell out here. All right. Let's let's look at last week because last week was a nightmare. <laughs> damn. I mean, nobody went over 500. And look at little – look at – look at <laughs> – Is that me? Stoner Potter. Yeah, you are actually – the white boy Greg is actually up top. <laughs> I don't know what, what what was up with that AI thing, but he just he just wanted to make sure Greg was white. Um, six and seven, my skin tone. White, white, black, it don't matter. You were number one last week in the picks. Uh, five and eight for the rest of us three. Jordan, four and nine. Ooh, not too good last week. But overall for the year, look at that. We are all for last, and uh, Justin's only one game ahead of us and uh jordan's only two games ahead of him so we got some good stuff going progress on. baby progress. Gonna, be, gonna be interesting all right let's start with the whitewashed we both our whole skin tone changed bro oj uh oj jackson maybe we'll call him um <laughs> Jets, Jets at the Giants. The Giants lead the series 8-6. Jets have won two in a row, including in 2019, they won 34-27. The over-under is 35-and-a-half. The Jets are favored by three. Who do you like, Justin? 
Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention to this game, as I won't pay attention to it when it's playing. Um, I like the Jets in this game. They're going to win this game. It's it's just a matter of how much Brees Hall gets me on my fantasy team. That's all I really care about when it comes to this game. <laughs> I mean, that is the truth. OJ, who you like? Obvious. This is obvious. Come on. Oh, it's obvious. We this week, obvious. This we week it's obvious. Fred? It better be a hammer time. <laughs> no, Jason probably picked the Giants. Bro. Oh, no, it's not hammer time. It's not. <laughs> I, yeah. it was, it's, we're actually got the knife out this week since we're. Oh, uh, 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 yeah. I should have prepped you. My bad. Um, yeah, everyone going Jets this week. I can't think it was the first time we've all agreed on the Jets. So I think, like you said, Fred. <laughs> Jason, probably. how hard was that for you? How hard was that? Because it's the first time Jason's picked the Jets. Yeah, how hard was it? <laughs> you know what? it I, I debated. I'll admit, I debated that a little bit. I was, I was, but when Daniel Jones was out, I was like, oh, yeah, no. All right, let's go Jags at Steelers. The Jags lead this series 14 to 13. Um, the Steelers, however, won two in a row. Um, it's including t- in 2020, they won 27 to three. The over under is 40 and a half, but the Jags are favored by one and a half. Greg, who you like? Man, this was a tough one because the Steelers this season have been finding ways to win, and it's like they're getting outscored. They they getting beat up during the first three quarters. In the fourth quarter, they end up winning. With that, all of that, I picked the Jags. I just think the Jags has the better offense. Their defense is going to be a little bit more stout. So I'm going with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Like you, Fred. Who you like? Um, I, I picked the Steelers. Uh, just even though they don't have a high, you know, their offense isn't killing it. Their defense is still holding up. I believe in Tomlin, uh, and they're still fighting for the division at four and two. So I'm picking the Steelers. All right. Uh, who you like? God damn. Is it me and Fred picking the Steelers here? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. All right, Fred. We'll ride it out again, man. I think we got two right last week. So let's go. Let's go. I'm picking the Steelers. I love this matchup. Low-key, I love Jalen Warren to have a big game in this one. The Jaguars are top of the are bottom of the list in stats as far as receiving running backs go. Uh, so I love this game for him. And guess what? TJ Watt needs to get his name put into that MVP race because he is single-handedly putting the team on his back and making this Pittsburgh team a winning team. I love it, Pittsburgh. I like Pittsburgh, but I don't like them that much. Not this week. Uh, I like the Jags in this one. Jags, I think, it's going to be a little too much uh, for this Steelers team. You're right, though. They have been finding ways to win. So are this Jaguars team as well, though. I feel like Trevor Lawrence has been underwhelming at best mm-hmm. as far as fantasy mm-hmm. production is concerned. Um, but they're still winning football games and winning them handily. So I, I like the Jags. On the Jaguar side, it's Travis Etienne can put his name into the MVP race because he's uh, doing work over there. He has been killing. Justin, you're in year. trouble with your Absolutely. pick. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. He already knew that as soon as he saw Fred at it. You got to go take, you gotta take the- chances. Eagles at Commanders. Commanders lead this series 89, 83, and 5. The Eagles won just a few weeks back. It's actually in overtime 34 to 31. Uh, The over under is 43 and a half. The Eagles are favored by seven. Fred, who you like? I think we are going to pick the Eagles uh, since that since that good game they had against the Eagles when they took them into overtime. They've been in a it's a it's been some terrible football over there in Washington. So I, I think this is this the, the Eagles uh, beat them handily today. Nice, David. Uh, Want to let us know Steelers are only only uh, one of only two teams to be outgained in every game this year. That's crazy. Uh, one of the one in five Cardinals are the other. That would make more sense. Yeah, let's go ahead and drop that damn hammer down on this one. Those stupid-ass Eagles. I want to say this, though, for the Eagles. Listen, you don't get to celebrate twice every time you fucking score. There was nothing worse than last week when I'm sitting there and they scored, and then, oh, there's a penalty. Oh, let's take them to the one-yard line. And then so after they, everyone celebrates when they score, and then you pause, and then we got to go, fly, Eagles, fly. You sound bitter. I had to do that four times in 30 like, seconds. Sound like your team lost. Huh? I don't hear that bullshit. Anyway, you want a little Yeah, you want a one last thing, one last comment. I'm going to put that trip to bed. 
I'm going to tell you right now, I, I looked at my wife because when they they were already up one and then they scored again and she's over there fucking singing, I felt like she was cheating on me. I looked at her like, bro, you better. No. <laughs> All right, let's go. Rams at the Cowboys. The Cowboys lead the series 19-18. The Cowboys won in 2022, I guess last year, 22-10. to 10. I guess that's why I put, put the 22 up. Um, the over-under is 45 and a half. The Cowboys are favored by six and a half. Justin, what say you? Man, this is a tough one for me. I wanted to pick the Rams, but I can't do it. I think the Cowboys are too good on defense for the Rams, and I think the Rams, the story is kind of falling apart right now. I think they're starting to look old. They still got Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup, but, you know, that can only get you so far in this league. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys. I like it. Greg, who do you like? It was the same thing for me, Justin. It was tough because the Rams are playing so good this year. It's like they're overachieving, but you're going to be splitting the backfield with Freeman and Henderson, and uh, I had to go with the Cowboys. Same thing. I think the Cowboys just have more talent, so I'm going with the Cowboys. All right, Fred. This isn't a clean sweep. We don't bring out the hammer. It got to be the Cowboys. Let's go. Keep keep it out. Absolutely it is. I mean, Justin's oh, the only one who likes the Rams a lot. He's, uh, he's always the one picking them. Um so yeah, I, I think the well, it's it's I like the Rams too. They've been a good story this year. I think as yeah. Justin alluded to, though, I think it's starting to come crashing down, and I just think it's the Cowboys' week, quite frankly. So I'm I'm all in on the Cowboys this week. It's worked right, out for get, a couple times here and there, you know. <laughs> let's go with the Vikings at the Packers. Now the Packers lead the series 65-57 and three. They did split last year. Packers 41-17. Vikings 23 to 7. The over under is 41 and a half, and the Vikings are favored by a point and a half. Greg, who you like? Man, it was a lot of tough matchups this week, man. This was another one. But I'm going with all green this week. Jets, Eagles, and Packers. So I think Jordan Love comes through. I think he has a bounce back game. And I think they run the ball to protect him a little more. So I'm going with the all green. Brad, who you like? You're muted. You're muted. Them, muted. You know, on, um, I think the Vikings, they've, they've been on a little streak now lately, beating the Bears, then the 49ers on their really high right now. Uh, they still believe that they can win the division. They got an easy schedule coming up with the Packers, Falcons, and, and Saints and Broncos. So, yeah, I'm going to ride with the Vikings. All right. Who you like, Justin? Yeah, um, once again, on that bandwagon with Fred over there. We're going to make it happen again, Fred. Two for two this week, baby. Let's go. We're going to catch Greg. Uh-huh. We're going to move up on Greg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, if it, if you're going to move if up. I'm moving up on Greg, then I'm already doing something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> if you're moving up, though, we're all moving up. Because in this one, Greg is our lone. Oh, yeah. up. Greg, he's the lone wolf on this particular matchup. It'll be interesting. Um, I just like the way the Vikings, as Fred alluded to, they're starting to play hot, um, and the Packers are struggling right now. So let's go with the hot Vikings. All right, let's go with the Falcons at the Titans. As Justin always says, the game I'm going to go get a beer um, on. The Titans lead the series 8-7. Um, the Titans won last one in 2019, 24-10. The over-under is 35-and-a-half. The Falcons are favored by two-and-a-half. Fred, who do you like? Uh, I'm going to go with the, the Titans. I just, it's, it, this is a really boring game, to be totally honest with you. But at least we know Derrick Henry is not being traded, per, so they say. So he's still going to play. It's not a great division, and they're still in the hunt. So let's go, Titans. Patriots uh, sports radio going against his hometown Cardinals. And agrees with the Vikings. Justin, who do you like? Um, yeah, I mean, once again, me and Fred hanging out. Let's go for three for three, Fred. Come on now. I'm going to go with the Titans, too. I, man, this is the game. This is the don't play your fantasy football players ball right here. Because you got Arthur Smith on one side, and then you got the disciples of Arthur Smith on the other side. Neither team likes to play. Neither team likes to throw to the guys they're supposed to. So I'm going to go with the Titans. I think the Titans are just way more seasoned at being a terrible freaking team. And uh, I think that run defense is going to show up and fuck up Arthur Smith's plans. Well, we've talked about it earlier. 
we talked about it earlier in the year, Justin, where the Titans are that team where they'll look so good one week and then the next week just look like complete ass. Uh, but it's yeah. so playing out, so true. Greg, who you like? Do you guys know who's playing quarterback for the Titans this week? Because I don't. Uh, two people. Two people. Combo. Combo. So if you have two quarterbacks, that means you have no quarterback. I'm going with the Falcons. Just give it to Henry here. I uh, 100% agree, actually. Uh, and, you know, give it to Henry. Yeah, of course. They haven't been doing that all year, which is so crazy to me. Um, we're all in. Uh, everyone else in Fred on the Justin. Falcons. It's Fred and Justin. It must be a scary week for these two, or at least for Justin anyway. All right, <laughs> let's get on the Patriots at America's team, the Miami Dolphins. We lead this series 61-55. and 55. We won back earlier in week three, 23 to 21. The over-under is 46 and a half. The Dolphins are favored by nine and a half. Justin, what do you say? I don't think I'll take that, but I will take the Dolphins to win straight up for sure in this game. Um, whether I mean, Tua, what's the stat? Tua's never lost to Bill, but uh, Bill's never let Tua go over 19 points. This game is just, these games are just destined to be really close games whether one team is good or one team is bad. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go with the Finns on this one. I'm going to keep rolling with the two was better than uh, Bill uh, motto here. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Greg, who do you think? Can I pick both teams to lose? Just both of them to lose? <laughs> Have a tie, right? Yeah, tie. Not even a tie. Just lose. Give them two L's. Like, not both L's. Way. Not even a tie. Just... I went with the Dolphins. You can move along. Fred? I, I did go with the Finns. Um, I, I kind of agree with Justin, man. I think the rain should have slowed them down a bit anyway. So we'll see. Uh, what version of Mac Jones are we going to get this week? Bro, it's, there's no contest today. Jalen Ramsey, first game back um, in a Dolphins uniform. I can't oh, wait to see it. Yeah, it's over. Bye, Mac Jones. If you have Dolphins defense, that's the smash start today. All right, let's go Saints at the Colts. The Saints lead the series 9-5. to five. Saints won four in a row in this series. Last one was in 2019, 34-7. The over-under is 43-and-a-half. The Saints are favored by one. Fred, who do you like? Damn you, uh, damn you. Uh, I picked the Colts this week. Of course. Uh, I, I, no, no, last week I, I was bragging. I, I picked them to lose, and that's so Jason, yo, they're going to win, and then they freaking lost. All right, so I'm picking the Colts. I just, I don't know, the state, the seems like stagnant lately. It just. It, You're you know, a Colts fan. You are. Just, a Colts fan. Justin, who you like? Picking with your heart. It's got to be like Friday the 13th or something like that. That's four for four right there. What? Come on, Fred. Come on, Fred. What? Let's go. Four for four. Let's go. <laughs> I, I love it. That's actually three for three of me and Fred being the only ones, but that's four for four of uh, picks from me and Fred. And I love it. I mean, I think the Colts, I think the Saints are pretenders. I think they can still win this division, but what does that really mean? It's like the Bucks won the division last year, and they still lost miserably to the Cowboys. So I think that the Saints are pretenders. I think the Colts have a little bit more cooking with Jonathan Taylor healthy. Right, we know you like the Saints. Tell us why. <laughs> I think Dennis Allen's going to get the ball to Alvin Kamara. That That's the recipe to win. Kamara, since he's been back, has been lighting it up. Give it to Kamara. Let him do his thing. Let's go with the Saints. Yeah, I like the Saints' D day today, too, to make some turnovers with Gardner Minshew. It's a great story, but, you know, he is uh, turnover-prone, if you will. So um, I like the Saints' D today. I think that's why, overall, I like them to win this particular matchup. All right, let's get this week, boy. I ain't picking nothing with Fred. I feel good. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get to the Texans at the Panthers. Panthers lead the series 4-2. They won four in a row um, last year, or excuse me, in 2021, they won 24 to nine um, over under for this one's 43 and a half. The Texans are favored by three and a half. Justin, who you like? Oh, Texans all day long. I'm going with the Texans all day long. This is just, this team is surprised the hell out of all of us. And, you know, I love it. I love that they're playing the last winless team. I love that C.J. Stroud's going to get a chance to prove Bryce Young that he was the superior quarterback and that he should have gone number one overall. 
I love everything about this game. I'm hammering down Texans defense. You were talking about hammering down the Saints defense. I'm hammering down the Texans defense because that's a lot that just comes to play hard for D'Amico Ryans. Um, yeah, you know, receivers-wise, this might be a week that you put down both Tank Dell and Nico Collins in your DFS lineups because might both pay out for you. I like you. I like you. Greg, who you like? Texans, man. Stroud got all his weapons healthy. Collins and Tank Dell is back. I think it's going to be a not blowout, but it ain't going to be a close game. I got Texans all day. I like the Texans as well. Fred, who do you like? This is the upset pick of the week. The underdog pick of the week. Ow. We're good, guys. We're good. No, trust me. <laughs> Panthers are going to win. Look, look they always, they're going to go 1-15 this year, and this is the game that they're going to win. Trust me. No confidence in you, Fred. Mark it up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm going to be in the chat like I told you. You got, no, you got no confidence in your little wolf, he said. All right. Well, look, let's take a quick break. We're going to get to the rest of the four o'clocks and our mailbag. But right after this, we got Chris Fox bringing our dingus pick of the week for Halloween. Let's check it out. This is the Dingus Ding Pick of the Week with your host. Oh, hey guys, just getting ready for the big night. You know, Halloween can be a little bit scary, although not quite as scary as a bad fantasy score at the end of the week. Let's avoid these scary plays this week so we can avoid that situation altogether. Don't play Najee Harris this week. Najee Harris got everybody's hopes up by getting 15 points last week. But if you take away that touchdown and back the single digits for Najee, they play the Jacksonville Jaguars. Six against the run overall, fourth in yards, rush yards per game, and have the worst pass defense in the NFL. That means picture Pittsburgh will be able to pass, but those passes won't go to Najee, they'll go to Jalen Warren. So don't play Najee this week. Hey, new starter in Ramsland, Henderson's up the bat. But guess what? Henderson got 61 yards last week. <laughs> this week he goes against that terrifying Dallas defense, who's only allowed double digits to two running backs this year. Matter of fact, they've only allowed double digits to two wide receivers this year, too. Hmm. Anyway, and we know to avoid Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson had eight points last week. That's with the touchdown. Oh, he scored single digits two of the last three weeks. And this week, he plays a Philly defense that's second in points and yards to running backs. Don't play Robinson this week, but you knew that. Anyway, I better get back to work. Halloween's right around the corner. You guys make sure you've got a flashlight, buddy up, and don't eat too much candy. Oh, and don't forget to catch that effing morning after show every Tuesday morning at 9.30 a.m. We'll talk about your fantasy week. We'll do it live on the Fantasy Sports Corporation. You can even call in. Have a great one, everybody. Take care. Be safe. Chris Fox taking a a little chainsaw to his pumpkin. I love it. All right. Thank you, my friend. Make sure you check out that effing morning after show on Tuesdays. Great stuff from Chris. Let's keep it going. Let's go to the four o'clock games. Browns at Seahawks. Seahawks lead this series 13-6. Seahawks have won two in a row, including in 2019. They won 32-28. The over-under is 37.5. Seahawks are favored by 3.5. Greg, who you like? I went with the Browns, man. That defense, I'm a believer. I'm a believer in that defense. And if Jerome Ford plays with Ford and Hunt in that backfield, I don't see how Seattle keeps up with Cleveland today. I'm going with Cleveland. Um, he say he is a believer, but he's not the only one. Fred, what do you say? Being great, partners in crime, baby. Oh, Let's shit. go Browns. Let's go defense. <laughs> we got this. I love it. I love it. Go ahead, my friend. Justin, what do you say? Uh, should we get the knives out, boys? Should we carve it up? I'm going with the Browns here. I don't think we're getting the knife side. I think we've got a lone wolf in the house. But um, I'm going with the Browns. I think it's going to be a great game for them. They've just been, they've been winning, man. Their defense has just been winning. 
getting called out here. Uh, our boy, uh, Mr. Mallard, showed up. Didn't see the uh, Jester outfit earlier in the show. Jingles unfortunately, out. missed out on that. Fred, unfortunately, gotta, sold out. Come on, he has to wake <laughs> up and watch the show. Come on. <laughs> All right. So, yes, you are correct, Justin. There is a lone wolf. That would be me in this particular matchup. Wow. No, no Deshaun Watson in this game. I mean, I like Seattle's defense to be a nice play this week. Um, listen, that offense is is still good. This Browns D has shown some little bit of chinks in the armor, but I think there's enough firepower on this Seahawks defense to make a difference. So call it up. Wolfen, the Seattle matchup. All right, let me get my fat thumbs up here. Get this off the screen. Let's go to the next one. Cincinnati at the 49ers. 49ers lead the series 13 to 4. They've won two in a row, 21, 26 to 23 in OT. The over-under is 43 and a half. The 49ers are favored by four and a half. Fred, I'll go to you. I hope you got all that stretch out for our audience. I'm sure they enjoyed hearing that. That was Justin. Oh, Justin. (laughs) I had had the screen up. All I could do was... (laughs) (laughs) Justin stretched out his name shirt. I can't see him. My my fault. All right, go ahead, Fred. We're going with the 49ers, man. Uh, uh, They're going to rebound nicely from that loss. They're going to be pissed off all day 49ers. Like it. What do you think, Justin? Oh, you should have gone to OJ first. But I'll tell you what I think. No, no, no. no what? I, no, Justin, save it for last. I'll go. I'll go. Oh, yeah. Go out of concussion protocol. I'm going with the Niners. The floor is yours, Justin. I think that they're going to send the dogs this game. They can't afford not to send the dogs. I think this defense becomes an amazing play. I think they're going to get turnovers. They're going to get sacks. And I think that Joe Burrow is going to be seeing ghosts all day long. I think he's going to be going to ask Sam Darnold how he dealt with seeing ghosts. Uh, this is going to be a smash start for me, a smash game for me. The 49ers need to get right, and they need to get right with a big win over the Bengals. This is my Super Bowl pick, too. So let's go, baby. Let's go. So I just want to say that on Friday you had a whole different tone, almost made me change my pick almost. Thankfully, I didn't. I I knew you were being a little sellout because you're a liar, you liar. Go, Niners. Let's go. I picked them. Put the hammer down on it. All right, here we go. Next one, Chiefs at Broncos. Chiefs lead the series 72-55 overall. They've won 16 in a row is what I had to count it up. Um, and they've won, uh, sorry, just a couple weeks ago, 19-8. Uh, over under 47.5. The Chiefs are favored by 7.5. Are we making it 17, Justin? So I got to stick by my typos here. I mistakenly put the Broncos in there, but I am going to stick with them this week. I looked it. I looked it up. I did some research. Every one of these games has been really freaking close, and I'm, you know, I, Halloween does some crazy things to the NFL, man. You know, some Friday the thirteenth mojo and juju might come out. I'm going to go with the Broncos. I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to stick with my typo and write it out. Because if I win. He's believing it. He's really believing it. No, no, no. That's as bad as my Panthers pick. Yo, he's believing his pick. He said, I'm going to stick with my typo. And then he gave a great argument for it. Yeah, well, we talked about it yesterday. I said, I I think he saw that wolf graphic and he really liked it he was like no nah, i want to stick me with the wolf i want to be the wolf on that one so yeah because other than that i don't see anybody explaining broncos beating these chiefs Great, <laughs> argument, Justin. Great hey, hey oj thanks thanks for the compliment man dude i Boy, really it, tried on it, that one i did <laughs> if it happens we're gonna play this back for sure all right let's go ravens at cardinals ravens lead the series five to two Last time they played was 2019. The Ravens won 23 to 17. Over unders 44 and a half. Ravens by nine and a half. Greg, who you like? Man, the Ravens look good last week. Look like they're clicking on offense, man. Ooh, I'm going with Lamar. Lamar's back in MVP mode, man. I think Lamar's going to run all over it, baby. Yeah, I don't think we need to waste yeah. much time on this one. Put the hammer down. It is the Ravens all day in the battle of the birds. All right, let's go to the next one. Bears at the Chargers. Bears lead the series 7-6. to six. Uh, Last time they played was 2019. Chargers won 17-16. to 16. 
The over-under is 46 and a half. Chargers are favored by eight and a half. What say you, Fred? I'm going to go with the Chargers this week, even though I think the Bears could beat them. But if the Bears beat them, bye-bye Coach uh, Staley. Uh, they should beat them. They offensively have all the weapons. I just don't know what the hell's going on with the Chargers. David is calling for the Ravens on upset alert. Maybe that's because we all picked uh, the Ravens. I don't know why he's calling for that, but damn. The Steelers fan. He's a Steelers fan. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that must be <laughs> Makes sense. Damn, bro. Um, all right, uh, Justin, who are you liking this one? Oh, man, you know what? Fred hit every point that I was going to hit. I was going to keep it short, sweet, and simple. If you lose to the Bears, Brandon Staley, pack your bags, get out of town. We don't even care if you have a contract or anything like that. We will eat the entire contract. We will find somebody else. Just get the fuck out. So that's what I'm saying. Spanos family, take my words. If you don't win this game, just get him out of town. He's not. He's no good for you. No good. Greg, you going Bears? No, Chargers. Come on, man. But I, I, I agree with my co-host, man. Like, how long are the Chargers going to keep this guy as the coach? Like, he hasn't done anything. You got a young quarterback that can get you guys to the playoff league even further, and you fucking around. Get rid of the coach. I agree, um, but I think the Chargers will have enough to beat the Justin Fieldless Bears uh, this week. Uh, might be a good play for their D finally. Who knows? Um, you know, I hate that I picture, Justin. I don't even I have confidence Justin. in playing them, I mean, Jason, I hate that fucking picture, bro. I look so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that's the best one of them all, bro. You should have seen the other ones I got to choose from. Raiders at the Lions. The Raiders lead the series seven to six. Uh, last time they played was 2019. The Raiders won a 31 to 24. The over under is 45 and a half. Lions by seven and a half. Fred, who are you liking the Monday Nighter? Gotta go Lions, man. Gotta go Lions. Uh, the Raiders is just out of sorts. I don't see. It's just gonna be nobody. Justin. Yeah, I'm going Lions too. Greg. <laughs> The Lions. I'm just waiting to see the picture. <laughs> oh the last time we get to see it. It's the last time. Sorry. I think it's pretty cool looking, though. You know? Keep it up for a little while. I, I think I look like a fucking dork. <laughs> we'll walk around all day today. Just. That's why I picked it. Um, David says Lions and Survivor pick this week. Let's go. He likes Tyson. He's like our boy Tyson. I, you know, we'll see. He could be a good. I think we talked about that on Friday. Um, he could be a, actually a decent DFS play and buy today. Um, today, so I did buy, get DJ Moore in my ultimate DFS lineup. So, all right, we got a few minutes here. Let's get some uh, mailbag questions in. You've got mail. Drew, Drew DeLuca, what is up to you, my friend? Appreciate you dropping in, saying hello. All right, let's get to our questions from the mailbag. This first one, I don't know if maybe it's for Freddie. It's five nights at Freddie's mom's. It's Joe Burrow at San Francisco or CJ yeah. Uh, uh, if I were to pick between the two, that's for Fred, right? No. Oh my god! I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick between the two. Uh, I, I think San Francisco is defense is gonna come out amazing today. CJ Stroud is gonna throw the ball everywhere. Carolina's gonna win, but CJ Stroud's gonna have the numbers. <laughs> All right, good stuff. Justin, not as good. The running dead. Dak Prescott versus LA Rams or Russell Russell Wilson versus KC. Um, you know, I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with the safe bet, and that's Dak Prescott against the LA Rams. All right, I like it. Greg, witches of Wall Street want to know Kirk Cousins at Green Bay or Brock Purdy versus Cincinnati. I'm gonna go with Kirk Cousins, man. He's been lighting it up lately. Um, Purdy's coming off of that concussion, so I don't expect him to do too much. So I'm going with Cousins. All right, Fred, back to you. The Slim Reaper, Ramondre Stevenson at America's team 
are Deonta Foreman at the Chargers. We're going to pick Deonta Foreman. It, he, he was hot last week. The Chargers have not been hot. Uh, Miami and Pats, I don't go anything when it's a division game. They know each other too well. Sloppy out there. Definitely going Deonta Foreman. All right, good stuff. Aaron the Clown for Justin. It's Kareem Hunt at Seattle or Chuba Hubbard versus Houston? Uh, I'll go Kareem Hunt at Seattle. I think they're going to try and give Miles Sanders another go against Houston. So I think Kareem Hunt's going to probably take the majority of the touches, even if Jerome Ford suits up this week. All right, let's take a trip to Hill Kitchen. Greg, Tajay Spears versus Atlanta or Jeff Wilson Jr. versus New England? Oh, this is a tough one, man. <sighs> but you know what? I'm going to lean toward Jeff Wilson Jr. against New England. I think Derrick Henry, knowing that he's not going to get traded, is going to get majority of those carries this week. So I'm going to go with Jeff Wilson. All right. I like that. Divots and Pivots said Rashawn Johnson is back, so be careful with the uh, Deonta Foreman. Um, Gre- uh, Fred, I'm sorry. Devonta, suck your blood. He needs one of these. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins versus Atlanta. Kendrick Bourne at Miami or Jerry Judy versus KC? Damn, this is not really that good. Damn. Bourne is Miami's not good. Hopkins is getting thrown by. We don't even know which quarterback. Let's go with Jerry Judy versus KC. Whoever plays KC has to throw the ball. So, uh, yeah, let's go Jerry Judy all day. All right, I like it. Uh, Justin, let's go to your Smith sense. Greg Wilson versus the Giants, a Jordan Addison at Green Bay, or Chuba Hubbard versus Houston? You know, I think this will be one of the few weeks that Garrett Wilson's going to have a good game. Uh, New York Giants are not a good defense overall. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Zach Wilson, he can be bad, but at least he can get the ball in the vicinity of Garrett Wilson, right? He's got to go, whoa. But, uh, yeah, no, I'll go with Garrett Wilson this week. Start your studs. Somewhere close enough. That's all we need, right? So, Greg Voorhees vacation. Flex one of these guys. Gus Edwards at Arizona. George Pickens versus Jacksonville or Josh Palmer versus the Bears. I'm going to go with Pickens, man. That that Jacksonville secondary is still kind of shaky. So, I'm definitely going to go with Pickens against Jacksonville. I like it. Uh, Fred Myers does Vegas. Derrick Henry versus Atlanta. Adam Thielen versus Houston or Christian Kirk at Pittsburgh. I'm going to O-Reliable, going with Adam Thielen. Let's go, baby. He's going to score him a lot of points, and, and that's because he's the only one. Of course you would. If no, I am. He, he's really excited about that, apparently. Let's mm-hmm. go to Frank and Stein for Justin. Dalton Schultz at Carolina or Johnu Smith at Tennessee? Man. I'll go with Dalton Schultz just because he's not in a committee for tight ends which is really weird to say. You have a committee for tight ends, but John New Smith and Kyle Pitts, that's, that's the best way you can describe it. Like one guy gets it one week and the other guy gets it another. I don't want to decide between that. So I'm just going to go with Dalton Schultz. Uh, this Carolina team has been weak against uh, the pass. So I'm going to go with Schultz. I like it. I like it. World War Zeke for Greg. Jake Ferguson versus the Rams. Cole Clement at the Chargers. Man, these tight end questions are no joke, bro. Damn. I think this is Cole Komet's bounce back week. So I'm going to go with Cole Komet against the Chargers. I think the, the, the rookie quarterback feeds him and, and when they get close to the red zone. So I think Komet going to make a bounce back this week. All right. I like it. Let's go. Watch it, Fred. The Tyreek have eyes. Jets at Giants or Seahawks at Cleveland? You know where we going, baby. We're going with them Jets, bro. We're going to stomp these Giants out. That's that's it. That's it. 20 points by the Jets. Easily for the defense. Let's go. All right. Let's go to Justin. It's the haunted Hill Mary. Lions versus Vegas or Browns at Seattle. It's a good one. I like it. I'm going to go with the Lions versus Vegas because Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be playing quarterback, and you know that's good for at least one interception, maybe two if he gets on a real roll over there. So I'm going to go with the Lions in a big rebound game, getting back on track against the Vegas Raiders. All right, we say this last one for Greg. It's from Donald Trumpkin. Texans at Indianapolis or Dolphins versus the Patriots? Jesus. You know where I'm leaning if you see my face like this. You know where I'm going to go. The, the Dolphins. Dolphins. 
Of course. So, well, you know, got to set it up for you. That's why I had to set he, it up. Jason knows how to get under my skin. Usually at the end of our shows, we put our hands together. We pay, pray to fantasy Jesus. However, it's Halloween week. So unfortunately, we don't have a fantasy Jesus. We do have a fantasy Satan here oh, to shit. spread some Halloween cheer. Let's check out. Ready to sign away your soul for five sinful DFS picks in week number eight? All right, let's get to it. We're going to start off with Justin Herbert. People are calling him a bust. I don't understand why. I think those people are as delusional as the people that think Miami is up America's. But anyways, this week against the Bears, he has an optimal matchup to get everybody back involved in this offense. He is going to be the ringleader. So put in Justin Herbert as your QB star of the week. Then we go, we're going to release the dogs. Now, I'm not talking about the Browns. I'm talking about K-9. Kenneth Walker, he is going to have a great game this week. As the past two weeks, the Browns have been on a historic pace for pass defense, but not so much rush defense, allowing three touchdowns in two games in two games where they've given up over 100 yards to the running back position. Look out for this week for K-9 and unleash the dog. This week we also get Racy Bryce. His last meeting with the Broncos was his best game overall. He had 72 yards, four catches. This week I expect after a Kelsey and Swifty performance, I expect Racy Rice to get more involved in this offense to the tune of a touchdown. Look out for Racy Rice this week. That Banshee is coming in hot. Then we got the zombie Sam Laporta. Even on a bad game, he still keeps on trekking on and trying to eat brains. This week, he gets the zombie army. That's right, the Vegas uh, Raiders. This team has been poor. And my God, giving up 30 points to the Bears has been terrible. So look for Sam Laporte to get back on track and the Lions to get back on track against the zombie army for the Las Vegas Raiders. Then finally, we got the Baltimore Ravens on your defense. Last week, they made the Lions look bad. And this week, they get the worst team in the league, the Arizona Cardinals. To quote my favorite demon, Edgar Allan Poe, quote the Raven, the Cardinals are never now it's been five sinful DFS picks. And let's make a deal. Fantasy Satan. Oh my goodness. I'm feeling a little <laughs> nervous for this week. I gotta tell you. All right, guys. Well, I hope you I hope you had a great time with us this morning. Get your lineup set. Um, get those bets in. This is an important week um for the NFL for your fantasy roster. So just make sure you get yourself all tuned up with us we'll check us back here next week we'll get you all set for your lineups in week nine we appreciate you all happy halloween and we are out